Welcome to Finding My Fit, your go-to podcast for all things women's health, self-love and eating disorder recovery. If you enjoy the podcast, I would absolutely love for you to leave me a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. And if you're interested in self-love and gratitude and self-reflection as much as I am, you are bound to absolutely love my Etsy products. My Etsy shop is called Finding My Fit Store and it's linked in the show notes of every single podcast episode. And with that being said, let's get on into today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoy. So hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast Finding My Fit. Today I'm joined by Tanya Clark, who is the creator of Move Deeply. And she knows all too well what it's like to live with chronic pain. And she has found joy in movement after going through this chronic pain. And she's figured out how her body moves best when it comes to dealing with this pain. So she is a qualified yoga teacher, Pilates teacher, and she also has qualifications in somatic movement. And that is exactly what she's here to talk about. We cover what somatic movement is, how it is beneficial to you both physically and mentally, We talk about proprioception, which is kind of being aware of your body and where your limbs are in relation to each other. And if you're into fitness, you might have heard the mind-muscle connection, and that's exactly what proprioception is, so we talk about that as well. We then go on to talk about why stretching is not necessarily always the answer to relieving muscle tension and muscle tightness. So if you want to hear all about that, then listen up, because we've got an amazing episode coming up. So hi Tanya, thank you for joining me today on the podcast. To begin with, please could you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your story with chronic pain? Hi Athena, yeah, um, thanks so much for having me. Um, I um, I guess I, first of all, I'm a restorative movement educator um, and I focus on teaching a practice called clinical somatics uh, combined with restorative yoga. Um, and I was led to that path just because um, for years, for about eight years, I was living with um, recurring uh, pain in my shoulders due to bursitis, uh, which is an inflammation of the bursa, which are like little pads between your joints that help to make everything move smoothly. So um, I eventually found out through one of my physiotherapists. Um, it took a few physiotherapists to identify the problem, but uh, that my posture was just a little bit rounded forward enough to compress uh, the joints there. And um, I had always sort of thought I had good posture because people often told me I did because I stood up straight. And um, But uh, that sort of brought me to looking more into uh, postural imbalances. And I was already um, a yoga teacher for a little while, um, but uh, I had stopped just because um, I didn't uh, want to keep teaching in pain and it was causing me pain to teach. So eventually my mom brought me to a class she was enjoying uh, that was somatic yoga, which is a version of what I teach. Um, and I started to notice a change in my body and I wasn't getting pain flare-ups the same way. So I did more research on somatics and um, that led me to training in clinical somatics. And um, now I am here. So yeah, it took a few years of getting there, but (laughs) that's in a nutshell. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you for sharing your story. I kind of want to delve into a little bit about 
somatic movement. I can't say I know that much or I don't hear that much about somatic movement. So if you could kind of just tell us what exactly is somatic movement and how do you use it for yourself or in your uh, job and your business? Yeah, it's definitely a lesser known practice. Um, The history of it goes back about 200 years, um, but uh, it's only been in the last few decades that more sort of niche uh, wellness circles have been using it and it's becoming more popular in the yoga community now but basically it's taking an anatomy focused approach to movement and using very slow methodical mindful movement techniques that target all the sides of the body and muscle groups uh, to help the nervous system reconnect more effectively with the muscles because uh, over time, as we um, do more with our bodies and obviously time goes on and we get older, usually pain is just associated with aging. And that is true. Uh, However, it's not necessarily what we have to live with all the time. And um, it just comes down to tuning up our bodies uh, on a regular basis. And most fitness regimes and movement aren't really doing that when it comes to muscle health. Uh, Stretching can help, but that really just helps the healthy muscle fibers. And so you need something like somatics where it it slows everything down and gives the nervous system time to realize it doesn't have to keep holding the muscles in a certain position for you to relax and make those muscle fibers healthy again so you can do everything you want to do normally. So um, what I do is teach people uh, this process of learning all the exercises so that they can get independent in that movement and create their own practice. And it's great for complementing pretty much any practice, whether you're really active or um, maybe not so much. It's, it's something that is really, I'd say, vital to everybody to keep their bodies healthy. And yeah. It sounds a bit like the mind muscle connection. I don't know whether that is a term like you've heard much about, but I know kind of in the fitness world, it's a term that's used a lot and it kind of means like the connection between the brain and the muscles through the central nervous system. And it kind of sounds similar to that. It's kind of building that awareness about Mm. where your body is and where different body parts are in relation to each other. Does that sound about right? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So um, a term for that is proprioception. So that's your ability to sense your body in space. Even athletes can start to uh, have reduced proprioception if they're always doing the same type of workouts uh, or like same type of training um, because the nervous system is just making sure you're most efficient in the things that you're doing all the time. So yeah, this is um, enhancing that mind-body connection with all of your body to keep everything well-balanced and and your posture in an optimal state. Yeah, definitely. It's like the body adapts to the movements that you do the most so like you said if someone does say if someone does I don't know javelin they're gonna get really strong in that movement pattern of using that one arm to throw Mm -hmm. the javelin so it kind of ends up neglecting the other kind of movement patterns how can somebody implement somatic movement into their everyday lives, whether that is through, you know, specific exercises or as they go about their daily activities, how can they implement somatic movement? Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah, no, absolutely. The the one-sided thing is a big thing for everybody. Uh, we're all dominant on one side. And there's a, a term in somatics called the trauma reflex that refers to asymmetry in the body. Um, and that can be caused due to injuries or accidents or just using the same side of the body a lot. So to start integrating the practice more into your life, um, the great thing about it is that you can just do a few exercises a day in about 20 minutes. Um, so generally I recommend my clients start with just doing a few in the morning when they, they have a few minutes before their day gets going or um, before bed uh, is a nice time to do it as well, just to help wind down the, it's very relaxing as well. So most of it's done on the floor, although there are chair-based and standing things that you can do as well. But the real benefits um, are best on the floor just because gravity is sort of taken out of the equation for it just helps you do the exercises um, more efficiently. Yeah, it's uh, it's really easy to start integrating just a few exercises into your life. Um, they're all it's it's basically a system of of a number of exercises. There's I can't remember exactly how many. <laughs> and there's always sort of more variations by different teachers and and practitioners. For example, you can the first one you learn is the arch and flatten, and that's basically a a very um, subtle spinal articulation while you're lying on your back to help relax the lower back muscles and the abdominals. Uh, and everything starts with the core. So relaxing muscles throughout your spine and your abdominals and your shoulders and your hips, um, sort of in that, that main area of your torso is pretty vital to then working on the extremities. So you can uh, gradually expand out once you learn the, the foundation and, um, and then you can start dealing more with things like you know, knee pain and foot pain and that kind of thing. Oh, it sounds so interesting. So is it like a, is it kind of like a step-by-step? So everybody who wants to start incorporating somatic movement, would they all generally start with like the same exercise or is it a bit like yoga, say, where you can just pick whatever exercises you want or do you recommend them to kind of start at one point and then build on that? Yeah, ideally you want to start with the first sort of uh, few exercises that are the same um, for everybody just to build that foundation of uh, releasing those um, major muscle groups in the core area. Um, So yeah, you'll start with um, sort of the front body, the back body, and then the sides. Um, And uh, once you get to know the practice more and you, you have a good understanding of those exercises in your body, Um, And also um, a part of the process is uh, building your body awareness before and after the practice and being able to sense how things change in your body. And that's part of the proprioception. Um, So it's uh, every practice starts with a body scan where you're standing and then afterwards the same thing. So then you can really see it. You can just in one practice, you can start sensing differences in your body generally. And the more you do that, the more you're, your brain and remembers that that's how you should be standing. Um, and uh, so, yeah, then once you have more experience after a few, like a couple months usually of kind of practicing the same uh, methods, then you can start to get a better sense of like, well, today I, I think I need this more than that. And you can start building your own practice um, based on your knowledge with other exercises. Oh, definitely. So it's a bit like, it is just about building those foundations and then working from there, I guess. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. And there's not so many, like with yoga, there's so many poses and uh, a lot of factors involved with making sure your positioning is right in certain ones. So you don't hurt yourself. Um, so that isn't the case with these. There's really, really very little possibility of injuring uh, yourself um, since it is so gentle and restorative. So it's a good starting point if you're coming back from injury or um, just have had to be more sedentary for a while. Yeah, it really sounds perfect for like beginners or like you said, somebody who's been injured or has just been unable to kind of move very much. So it sounds amazing. So that's, I guess, one of the benefits. Are there any like additional benefits to somatic movement? Yeah. So beyond the physical, like, um, you know, mind body connection and pain relief, um, it, uh, it can help you gain more mobility. So more flexibility, um, just by releasing those muscles that are keeping you from having as much, um, mobility and, uh, it can enhance your performance uh, as a result with um, any kind of activity you're doing, whether it's fitness or hiking or, um, I mean, really just anything you do day to day. <laughs> um, but as from a fitness perspective, it can really level up your your um, abilities and your training. And, uh, and it's very stress relieving as well. So, um, and it just hones in on all of these really chronic sort of problems a lot of us have just due to desk work or, um, you know, most of our lives are spent sitting or having to stand a lot or just doing these same things all the time. So, um, you know, common problems like neck pain and back pain and um, hips and knees like that all starts to alleviate over time. And um, with regular practice, of course, it's not like, a, you know, do it for a few weeks and you're good. Um, you kind of got to keep it up. And I mean, obviously daily is ideal, but um, I personally don't always do that. If I'm feeling pretty good, I'll, I'll do it maybe one to two days a week. And then if I notice things are getting a bit creaky, then I'll focus on the part of the body that maybe needs it more. So um, yeah. Oh, so many amazing benefits. So is it something that we should be doing pretty much indefinitely? So uh, obviously a lot of people especially when it comes to fitness and health, they kind of want these quick fixes. They want to do something for six weeks and then that's it. They don't have to do it again. But with somatic movement, do you recommend people to, to do it, you know, regularly kind of forever? Yeah, it's definitely a lifestyle thing, um, like a change of, of perception on, um, you know, giving yourself this time to restore yourself so that you can keep enjoying what you're doing for years to come. So um, like I said, in the beginning uh, of, our, of our chat, um, the effects of living uh, start to take their toll on our bodies and somatics are, in, are a really excellent way to counter those things. And uh, naturally, you know, we're continuing to live and do things. So yeah, it's, uh, it's really uh, part of my training. Like when I, when people sign up with my programs is just to really start helping make that more of a lifestyle shift where it's just a few minutes a day or every other day uh, to keep your body feeling its best. And um, yeah, it's really important to sort of approach it from a long, long-term perspective and, and enjoy it as, as part of your self-care uh, regime. Yes. I love that. Having something that is not just, you know, I want to get to the goal and then I'm done. 
it's definitely better to incorporate it as part of your lifestyle because I think in that way it makes it more enjoyable and it just makes it more sustainable. So you've Mm -hmm. mentioned that you have programs and you have clients. I guess just talk a little bit about the process of taking on new clients and what, what do you go through with your clients? How do you help them when they join Move Deeply and they join your programs? Yeah, no, I've, I've created a fully online um, platform for my uh, clients and students to use. So uh, one of my sort of starting points for people that's very accessible from a financial standpoint and just sort of entry level and introduction um, is my Discover Somatics in 30 Days program. So basically it leads, it leads you through uh, weekly um, introductions to different exercises that are then sort of dripped to you. Once you finish one, uh, then the next one's available. And then, but it's only a few each week, so you don't get overwhelmed. And it's designed to be completed within a a month, but it's accessible for as long as, as you need. It's just a really sort of nice, gentle introduction to the whole process. And it includes a bit of accountability tools like Um, email reminders to keep you on track and a um, a journal I've designed to uh, track your movement activities and your mood and what's happening in your body, what exercises you're practicing and how you feel before and after. So it starts to, um, it's really important to track your process with this type of thing. So you start to notice like, oh yeah, these changes are happening, or maybe I need to change this or Um, And also just building awareness on how you're moving your body day to day. So that program is a really great introduction to that process and it's self-guided. So I've, it's it's basically all just videos that I've created that are uh, professionally sort of filmed in one of my favorite places, which is Galliano Island, uh, British Columbia here. So it's like nice views of ocean and beaches and forests. So that's always nice to, to, uh, to see. as while you're learning. And then there's, uh, yeah, like the the written content to get more information on each exercise and what it's helping body. And then from there, I have um, a more in-depth program that includes the 30-day course to start with, but also provides weekly group sessions, um, Zoom sessions, so we can learn together uh, with other students and do a little bit of movement and a little bit of review on what we're learning. And then once a month, there's a private session with me to work more in depth with what's going on with your body. So one-on-one sessions with me, I always assess sort of posture quickly and and then have a discussion with, with my student and make sure that, you know, I'm addressing the things that they're feeling in their body for that day and, and not necessarily just the big picture, but kind of a bit of both. And so, yeah, that one lasts three months and it's um, 90 days is said to be the time it really takes to build a, a lifelong habit. So that's my reasoning behind that length of time. Beyond that, I've, I've got, I always, I am available to uh, take private um, one-on-ones anytime as well, just as a sort of starting point or to enhance the learning process. I love that you've made things accessible for however long people need so they can continue using the programs and the information that they've gained forever. You know, they can continue improving their movement. And I also love that you offer different packages because some people do just want to do the 30 days and other people want that more long-term kind of support. And with the group sessions, I feel like 
learning with other people is so helpful and especially when it comes to health and fitness it kind of encourages you to stay motivated so I love that you've included the group sessions and you know using zoom which I think we've all we've all had to use quite a lot of over the past year so (laughs) I love that you've incorporated that yeah, it's a nice addition to the process just because um, someone's generally got, you know, a question that maybe you had as well or um, or may have something going on in their bodies that you encounter later or and you kind of remember it. But uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. And, you know, asking other people around you can get those questions answered and you can kind of see where other people might be struggling so that you don't feel alone if you're struggling or if there's certain things that you want to go over in more detail you've got that support network around you Mm -hmm. yeah exactly so the final question I wanted to ask is I kind of wanted your opinion on stretching because there was something I read you'd put kind of why stretching is not necessarily the answer to reducing chronic tension in the body. We're all told that stretching is exactly what you need to remove the tension, relieve tightness in the muscles. So why might stretching not actually be the be all and end all when it comes to removing chronic tension? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a uh, stretching is such a big debate in the fitness community, but there's science that is uh, that shows with when we have uh, chronic tension in our bodies, uh, basically what's happening is that our muscles are being fired um, or that part of our muscle is being fired by the nervous system in what's called a gamma loop. It just uh, keeps looping that you need to keep it contracted. And when you stretch, it's basically not uh, able to get past that. So, and very often when we stretch, it triggers a stretch reflex, which is to keep us safe uh, so that we don't rip our muscles or injure ourselves. Uh, But the stretch reflex reduces the ability to kind of get past that, that point of tension. Um, So the, the brain is trying to protect us there, but it's just not targeting those muscle fibers that really need the release. So stretching is an important part of say your post fitness cool down to um, lengthen the muscles and sort of um, get the blood circulating again and releasing the post-workout effects, but it won't release those, those tight, chronically tight fibers. So um, things like foam rolling are used a lot to help with that. And that can be effective, but it can also make it worse because it can it can cause inflammation if we we're not doing it right, or uh, and it can actually just make everything tighter if if we uh, aren't doing it the right way, or maybe it's just so much tension that it it's just not going to work. So that's why somatics are are so effective um, is that they stop that gamma loop through this very slow movement. So in that sense, it's much more effective for getting rid of the chronic. Uh, tension in your body. I hope that makes sense. Uh, that's kind of in a nutshell why why somatics is better than stretching it for your chronic pain and tension. Tension. That definitely made sense. Thank you for clearing that up. And I think a lot of people are probably going to be really interested to hear about that. Like you've said, there are other things that we can be doing, like somatic movement, to mm-hmm. actually remove some of that tension that we feel in our bodies. Yeah, there's lots of sort of variants on, let's say, um, fascia stretching is is another sort of method that has some similarities with somatics, where it's creating a, 
pendiculation. So a pendiculation is like when uh, you wake up in the morning and you do a big stretch, like when you tense all your muscles and release, that's a pendiculation and it's a natural thing that uh, animals do. Uh, so you see cats and dogs doing it all the time. Us humans haven't really kept up that natural impulse very often. So uh, somatics and other types of sort of active, um, active movement like active stretching uh, can help to um, sort of supplement the fact that we aren't pendiculating enough. Yeah, for sure. I'm just thinking about my cats because they they do that a lot where they kind of, their back legs, they'll kind of shorten them and then they'll stretch them out really far and all their paws are spread out. And it's, it's so cute. I love watching them do that. And yeah. now I know the term for it. I didn't know there was a term for it and now I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of a funny word, but um, but yeah, like you, you'll probably notice how often they do it. And really that's how often we should be doing that kind of thing but it's just not really it's been sort of taken out of us with modern living yeah definitely they do it a lot (laughs) but I don't really see any humans doing that so it's definitely something that I think probably the modern day lifestyle we're all busy we're all hunched over our laptops and our phones we probably don't do that anymore actually something I find with now that I I, somatics is very much part of my life I am doing it more like I'll be sitting at my desk and I'll just sort of do a pendiculation stretch just um you know without thinking so I think um it does sort of bring that natural response back into your body which is pretty cool yeah I think sometimes it is just about reminding yourself to do things and making it a natural part of your daily lifestyle and I guess that is where programs like yours really does help to remind people about the importance of the way we move in our everyday lives, not just in the gym, but outside of the gym. And every second that we're alive, our bodies are moving in a certain way. And the way we move really can affect our overall health. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It affects so much. So Tanya, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast today. Before we go, can you let the listeners know where they can find you, your website, your social medias, and where they can look at your programs and sign up and become one of your clients yeah so my website is movedeeply.com right now i have access to a free five-day program um, that is a good introduction so it's like a free five-day challenge of somatics and restorative yoga i guess i didn't really talk about the restorative yoga element there but they can learn more about why i combine the two uh, on my website also, I'm on social at Instagram at Move Deeply Wellness and on Facebook at Move Deeply. I've also got a quiz on my website that tells you your posture personality and gives you some tips on what you can do. So <laughs> just a few things there. Oh, amazing. I might go and do that quiz now. <laughs> I'm quite interested. But anyway, yeah. I'm going to link all of those in the show notes. Like I'll link your website and your Instagram so that people can just click in the link in the show notes and they can go and check you out. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yes, thanks so much. It's really been great to be here. I really appreciate it. As I said, I'm going to link Tanya's website and her social medias in the show notes. So if you want to check out Move Deeply and look at some of her programs or contact her and ask her any questions, then you can head over to the show notes and the links are going to be there. If you enjoyed, I'd love for you to leave me a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. Check out my digital planners and journals over on Etsy, Finding My Fit Store. If you want to follow me on Instagram, Finding My Fit Podcast, website finding-mind-fit has info about my coaching. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you in the next one.